Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, it's a special edition of Good News with Twanda Black, and it's political season, yes where we get to cast our votes. Our voice is our vote and our vote is our voice. So I'm in the city of Atlanta. I'll be talking with one young lady who is running for Atlanta City Council and four of the top six candidates who are running for mayor in our great city. So it's On the Grid Conversations, actually, and it's sponsored by Stooks Management and 100 Black Men of America. So let's dig in. Great conversations. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome to PGN TV. I'm Twanda Black, and it's good news with Twanda Black. This is a special edition because we're talking to the city of Atlanta mayoral candidates. And joining me right now is Rebecca King. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Tell us about yourself. I mean, a lot of people may not know who Rebecca King is. Certainly. I'm a mother. I'm a community advocate. I'm a businesswoman. I've lived in uh, Buckhead area of Atlanta for about 15 years plus. I have to count it up each time I think about it. And I've served on a lot of neighborhood committees and that's where um, I decided, okay, now's the time. We needed, there's challenging things and opportunities Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So I decided I've been engaged and involved and I'm ready, ready to make a difference. So Rebecca, what was that thing that kind of pushed you over the edge and said, look, this is it. You know, I'm going to be the best candidate and then tell me why you're going to be the best candidate. But what's that thing? There were a couple of things going on through since January and the filing. And one of the things is Buckhead trying to leave the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I do not want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for anybody. Uh, doesn't solve, solu- create solutions, I would say. It's going to create some problems. Correct. Yeah. I would completely agree. Mm-hmm. I know people have been looking at these studies and different information, but they need to understand the full picture. Exactly. And so with living there, I, I don't see that as a solution. And then another thing that happened is we had shootouts. Crime. On our street mm. and at our beloved Lenox Mall. Woo. And so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I still shop there you know I want to support them mm-hmm. all but I want us all to feel safe and That's then right. you recognize that the rest of Atlanta hasn't felt safe for a long time forever okay for a long time yeah, and you, so, you, you might just be getting it there but right. we've had it forever yeah correct mm-hmm. and so if we haven't addressed it by now it's time for a change we need to address wow. it where anyone feels safe mm-hmm. anywhere they go in Atlanta mm-hmm. what's going to make you the best candidate for this well, I'm willing to make a change. I am a fresh face, a fresh voice. I know there's been so many people and their history, and yes, we have a great history in Atlanta, but I think it's going to take a different type of leader to say, come on, mm-hmm. let's talk about it, mm-hmm. let's find a solution, and let's do something different. So, that's so, where I am. But you know, you're so petite and so cute and everything, <laughs> oh, and um, <laughs> you're going to have to um, rule, you know, if you were to make it with... Some steel-toed boots and a little feather. Correct. 
Because you have to have both right. in order to be a leader. Correct. I, I carry a velvet hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess I can wear my heels, but I can also mm -hmm. take them off and walk silently. Okay. So I'll know what's going on. <laughs> I taught early in my career, and those were the skills that let me see that there's an action and there's a reaction. Absolutely. So you have to get to the action to determine what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. It's such a joy to talk with you and to meet you and have Atlanta meet Rebecca King. Well, thank you so much for joining us and all the best. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Grand Conversations and Andre Dickens joins us today. He is uh, running for mayor, city of Atlanta, and you are Atlanta City Council. Post three at large, it's a citywide position. Okay, so what does that mean when it says citywide? Yeah, so I'm elected by all of the citizens of Atlanta. So just like they elect mayor, city council president, there's three of us that are at large, mm -hmm. meaning the whole city votes for us, you know, from top to So do to you bottom. work at large, like a whole city? Yeah, each day I go from, you know, South Atlanta to East Atlanta, North, West, I'm in Buckhead, I'm in Cascade, I'm nice. everywhere. You know, so I represent all of the city mm -hmm. of Atlanta for the last eight years. Mm -hmm. Talk about how long you've been a public servant. Yeah, so for the last eight years, I've been a city council member, but before that, I was a neighborhood president, an NPU leader, I'm a deacon of a church. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been, you know, serving the public as a nonprofit leader in various capacities for many, many years. So that, that, that servant leadership gets to be in your blood, doesn't it? It's in my blood. So what made you run for the city of Atlanta uh, council person? For the council person, it was back in 2013, uh, there was an opportunity where I saw that the uh, current person that was in office was not doing a good job. They had some ethical challenges, mm -hmm. and I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that the city had someone they could trust. I ain't gonna ask him who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we ain't gonna tell you who it is. We ain't gonna even Let that man live in Right, 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 right. But I ran at citywide. People were like, hey, why don't you run in the district? That's mm -hmm. kind of bold to run against somebody that's been there entrenched. And I took them out. I, I, I won on a platform of restoring the public trust and integrity. 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 There you go. And at one, people go. heard that message and they trusted me. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, I won an election and look at me now. All right, now, so here we are, Mayor. Yeah. What is the thing that keeps you from sleeping at night and makes you want to run for mayor? Oh, the biggest thing is our inequity where we have so many people that are experiencing poverty. It is unbelievable. Yeah, and this city and the nation has mm -hmm. a problem with mm -hmm. not giving people enough opportunities right. and ladders to success. And so that's what I fight for every day, mm -hmm. trying to make sure that we uh, have opportunities for people that are untapped talent. They're just talent just sitting there needing some just opportunities and access. Yes. Yeah, someone to say, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. Someone to say, here is a different way. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, we have all these multi-generations of poverty. And, you know, we have uh, all this affluence in Atlanta Much. and a lot of poverty yes. around the region. And Absolutely. so that's the thing that keeps me up because those things show up in homelessness. They show up in housing evictions. They show up in criminal justice system. My God, yes, that. they do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you are mayor and say it's day one, what's going to be that thing you're going to hit the ground with? 
Well, the first thing is you got to get a good team. Yeah. Everybody thinks about the mayor right now and folks are putting S's on their well, chest. We can't put you in a silo because yeah. we know you have to have a team. You got to have a but team. But what is that thing that you're going to work on besides a team? We know you got to get well, a team. Well, you know, okay, so besides the team, is it's first working on our public safety. Mm -hmm. You know, I want us to have a prosperous Atlanta and an yeah. equitable Atlanta, but we got to have a safe Safe. first. And safety comes in the form of making sure that, you know, we have a shortage of officers right now. Mm -hmm. So hiring and recruiting officers to fill those vacancies, but training every APD staff member on how to do 21st century policing, conflict resolution, yes. racial sensitivity, mental health mental issues, health, right? homelessness, Y'all mental health issues, stuff. things that are related yes. to the public, not just a bad thing. Well, you ain't trying to shoot them, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. let's just kill them. You know, you don't know what's happening. Right. That's an amazing time i think right in public safety because really from top to bottom it's like you got to blow it up and start over yeah i mean you know like you, you said 21st century police you got to be 21st century police we, we do have to deal with the violent crime but we don't need to go back and, and kill unarmed right, black people right. and minorities so we have to be like thoughtful. the brown people yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have to be thoughtful about how we do policing so i want to be smart on crime Oh right. That's amazing. That's amazing. Tell people how they can uh, find out more about you. You can find out more about me at Andre for Atlanta, Andre for Atlanta.com, and Andre for Atlanta on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Please follow this campaign. We're going to win, and we're going to make sure that this city is brought back together for everyone. All and right. Do it with integrity. All right. Andre Dickens, he's a candidate for the mayor of the city of Atlanta. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Hello, and joining me is former city of city of Atlanta councilwoman and president, right? President for how many years? Well, this is year four. Year four, uh, and also a candidate for the mayor of Atlanta. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Busy day as usual. Out there meeting people and securing those votes for November second. How long have you been in politics? Oh gosh, I've been in public service mm -hmm. for about over 30 years, but I've been elected for, this is now going on the 24th year. I know, as long as I've been out in the community, which has been over 30 years, you've been in the community. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was active before I got on campus. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. So let's talk about some of the things that are, that have made you say, I want to be mayor because I can make a change. Well, you know, I didn't set out to be mayor. I was really um, aspiring to be president and council after serving. I love the legislative side of the house after serving 20 years. But it came to a time where I felt I had to step up. You know, it's like this couch you're sitting on now. You can sit on it for a while and then it becomes a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and so it was becoming uncomfortable to continue to be president mm -hmm. because I was fielding those calls oh, from, yes. the, oh, yeah. from constituents, four o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, My three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that is you something. know, people that were being victims of crime yes. on the way to the hospital who needed help. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, the employees of the city, which I have a great relationship with. They have my number. They're calling me about the deteriorating state in the, in the departments. And, you know, I just came to a point, as I did when I ran for council, but you have to step up. Yeah. yeah. And so I decided, you know what, I could be president again, but I wouldn't be happy because I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to really serve people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wanted to be able to help other than say I'm sorry and 
I know, I know, and that's what happens, and it makes people mad. Yeah, it makes them mad. They appreciate the fact that they can reach me and they can talk to me. However, for me, me it wasn't satisfying Mm -hmm. that if you're in the in the business of service. It's, it's right. the receiver on the other right. end being satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I couldn't do it from that position. Mm-hmm. I know the power of the mayorship. I know that the mayor is the one who runs all the departments in the city, who sets the clear direction of the city and makes right. things get done or in a position to mm-hmm. get things done. And I just felt like, you know what, instead of yelling at the captain, I need to get up there. You need to be the captain. Get, get, get on that wheel <laughs> Put your boots on to be the captain. Right. So that's why I'm running. So what's going to make you, what makes you the best candidate for this? Well, first of all, my years of experience. I started as a neighborhood president mm-hmm. and then a chair of the neighborhood planning unit. Then I worked at City Hall and for a council member. So I started to learn the ins and outs so I understood why things weren't happening mm-hmm. in the community. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what? I can't be comfortable just doing this. I had to run. Mm-hmm. I ran for council. Represented a very diverse district, right. large Latino population, as they say, and it's true. Mm-hmm. It's actually from Bankhead to Buckingham mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and everything in between. So people with different backgrounds, races, income levels, um, working with a diverse set of people, making sure we stayed unified and worked on issues that concern them. Uh, I know city government front and back. I've served on every committee the council has. I've chaired most, all of them. Um, not everyone, but particularly finance committee, uh, community development committee, transportation committee over our airport. I intricately know wow. the city, and I have a very intimate relationship with the people who do the work, mm-hmm. the ones who pick up the trash and mm-hmm. fill the potholes mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and keep our water clean. Those employees are the ones that keep this city going. And so I even have a deeper understanding of what needs to happen at City Hall. So I believe I'm the best candidate for this job because I'm ready for day one. I'm ready before day one. That's what I was going to ask you. So day one, what is that thing that you must say, this is something we're going to do day one? Well, day one, we've got to get our people in place. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not going to get the full complement of the cabinet, but there will be key positions Mm -hmm. that day one I will be looking at. And as a matter of fact, day one for me will start before the day one when I raise exactly. my hand. Mm-hmm. It will be as soon as I am elected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will start working on the transition, start identifying the key talent, particularly the police department, because you know safety is a big oh, yeah. issue in this race. And I want to make sure that we have a good interim chief that can carry us while we also look nationally. Mm-hmm. And I can settle within that first hundred days on who the permanent chief would be. So that would be a number one. Absolutely. You know, and everybody, the cities around Metro, Metro period is really dealing with crime. It is, and it's not just metro, it's yeah. across our country. It is. But people could care less about what we happens. We talk about where we live, right? They want to know what are we doing. Right. And we need to make sure we do all we can do in cooperation, of course, with our metro mm-hmm. region. Mm-hmm. Very important. It's so good to talk to you. I want to thank you so much. You have, like I said, I've, I've known you in public service since I've been here, and I've been in Atlanta for 50 plus years. However, working in public service, I've known you've been working that long. Thank you. That I'm gonna long. continue to work and I wanna work to be your next man. And look, see that smile on her face, that's what I love about her. <laughs> She's always smiling. I love that about Felicia Moore. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. And all the best Thank you. in this election. Thank you very much.
everybody. Uh, joining me here is Antonio Brown. He was with Atlanta City Council. Of course, you can't do that now while you're running for mayor, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes. A worthy sacrifice. A worthy sacrifice. Yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, when, when did you become a public servant? Well, I've been, I've been operating from a place of servant leadership for a very long time, mm -hmm. pretty much my entire life. And I've been in the office of city council now for the last two years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's a space that I'm not really that familiar with, um, just because I grew up Jehovah Witness. Mm. And we never really voted and never- No politics, right? No, nothing, right, no nothing. politics. So I didn't really even understand the concept of Democrats and Republicans. Mm. But I thank God for that experience mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. even now, I think why I've had so much success in my career in such a short period of time is because I don't see things right. like the traditional politician. Right, right, yeah. right. Oh my goodness. So what made you want to run for Atlantic Council? God. <laughs> Literally. I mean, what was that thing that said, hey, you need to get out there? I'm, so I've been, I've been following my spirit my whole life. Mm -hmm. And um, it's crazy because I would have never thought I would have run for city council and, and, and win. Mm -hmm. I never had an interest in mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. So when God led me in this space, I was like, are you sure? Because I, I grew up in poverty. Right. And my parents were in and out of prison. And I'm going to talk about a little bit tonight mm -hmm. in this conversation we're going to have. But, you know, dropping out of high school and not having a college education, people in our society a lot of times frown upon them. Yeah. And they look at it as a negative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I've been able to show people that you can be whatever you want right. to be as long as you your, your actions are a reflection of the work in which you seek to do. And I've done that. And, and it's shown other people that they can do it too. What I love about you is that you ain't never scared. I don't think I've ever seen you scared of anything. You'll put up your dukes and fight and do whatever you need to do. Yeah. So it's been an amazing part about you. Um, That's the God in us. Okay, so tell everybody what's going to make you the best candidate for the mayor. Why are you going to be the best candidate? Well, I think what makes me the best candidate is what we're going to talk about tonight. I, I'm the only candidate speaking about the necessity of the socioeconomic shift. Mm -hmm in the class system in Atlanta, yes. where we actually move residents from a place of poverty into prosperity by providing them access to jobs and resources and wraparound services and support, and then lifting up our working middle class. I'm the only candidate speaking about that, and I've never heard of a mayor in the history of this city to ever create a socioeconomic shift before. Wow, well we gotta hear more about that in just a little bit. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Antonio Brown, he is running for mayor of the city of Atlanta. Thank, Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for this opportunity, you're amazing. So joining me right now is Kim Scott. And um, I wanna welcome you to Conversations today with our candidates. And Kim is running for Atlanta City Council. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. So Kim, tell us about yourself. Are you new into this public service arena? Well, no. Actually, um, my name is Kim Scott again, and I'm a candidate for Atlanta City Council District 4. Okay. Um, I am from the city of Atlanta, mm -hmm. native, born and, born and raised. Oh my God, you don't need too, ma <laughs> you don't need too many of those. <laughs> did you right. say Brady Baby? I did. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So, yes, ma'am. And um, I grew up in the Kaya Heights neighborhood and graduated from Frederick mm -hmm. High School. 
And after college, I came back home. I'm actually an engineer by trade. I make my living in commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. Worked for the city of Atlanta for seven years, and and I was a former MPUT chair. Um, but no, I'm not new to this. Okay. I actually ran for the same office mm -hmm. back in 2017 mm -hmm. and missed a runoff with a 28-year uh, incumbent by 278 wow. votes. So really just, you know. And I bet you that just spurs you on <laughs> to say, look, I can do this. Well, not only I can do this, but I've been doing the work mm -hmm. um, for about 15 years mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. in the community. And uh, working at City Hall, I noticed that really representation matters. And at the core of what I do, community service, um, is serving and advocating for my community right. and my people. And so I'm excited to be in this race. Um, I do believe that we have a strategic plan toward victory. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking forward to serving us on a greater level. So where is District 4? Where is your district? Yes, ma'am. So District 4 includes downtown Atlanta, south downtown, Castleberry Hill. Mm -hmm. It's 15 neighborhoods, mm -hmm. historic, mm -hmm. diverse, and vibrant neighborhoods really south and west of um, Interstate 20, which includes um, Atlanta University right, Center, right. West End, mm -hmm. Oakland mm -hmm. City, Venetian Hills. I don't want to get into all of the names. There's a lot of them. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But really, um, 15 neighborhoods that make up uh, Atlanta's four. District 4, including the downtown Atlanta mm -hmm. corridor. Mm -hmm. And so excited about some of the new developments that are coming, but we want to make sure that it's community focused. Mm -hmm. um, we also want to fight and make sure that we have a workforce that actually can live where they work and play. Yes, ma'am. So affordable, diverse, and stable housing options and opportunities are really on my platform and my ticket. Um, once elected as our next Atlanta City Council member for District 4. But also just investment in our neighborhood schools and our youth. I tell you, growing up here in Atlanta, it was so exciting. I didn't have to look outside of my Fun. neighborhood yes. right, for role models. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. My principal at my elementary school actually lived in our neighborhood. Really? And so you could see wow. educators mm -hmm. that were in your mm -hmm. neighborhood that could walk to work. And so I want to bring that back, more of that community feel, because community is what raised me. Yeah. And community set me up to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so I know the options and I know the opportunities that come to our youth and our young adults when they're set up properly. Absolutely. And I want to make sure that we have that going forward, forward in Atlanta's district. Absolutely. So she's a lot like me. <laughs> she's been here and watched how Atlanta has changed mm -hmm. and not yes, always for the better. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, 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 same here. Yeah. 50 plus years here. Oh, wow. and. Um, just, like, just watching, <laughs> and just watching how Atlanta has changed over the years. Um, of course, business enterprise doing well with that, but again, it's like you said, community education, all of those things have changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. And also, when we think about business, we want to make sure that we protect and preserve legacy businesses right. and encourage more opportunities mm -hmm. for not only minority businesses, black businesses, but businesses, but woman-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things I'm most proud of, we did a community benefits agreement for the Mall West End. Um, that, that mall, that property is under contract right now in okay. Southwest Atlanta. And so one of the things that we encouraged was not only workforce housing incentives and opportunities for the development, but Black-owned, woman-owned, minority-owned business opportunities as well from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And then um, not only workforce housing, but for them to be able to uh, hire locally. Yeah. Because what we saw is that, I mean, District 4 is historic. Um, it has prominence. It has elegance. 
but it also has talent. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of talent, talented people and entrepreneurs, um, those that have workforce jobs, yeah. um, those that are needing jobs and workforce salaries. And so we wanted to make sure that we had a hiring program there. But this CBA, this Community Benefits Agreement, I believe can set the standard for any new development that comes, not only in Atlanta's District 4, but Southwest Atlanta. So those are things that we really wanna push because again, you've been here for a long time. I'm a native, came back home after college. And mm -hmm. I tell you, we have to set our people and our communities up to be successful. Up for success, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Where, where do you think that starts? Does it start in our school systems? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a believer in apprenticeships and um, partnering. I want to be the biggest partner with Atlanta Public Schools yeah. because, again, that set me up. For mm -hmm. Same here. Um, Frederick Douglass High School had the Center for Engineering and Technology called CFEET. That was our magnet program. That introduced me to engineering. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons why I majored in engineering and out of college became an engineer. And so with those opportunities, it allowed me to have a MARA card. So even when I moved outside of the district, you know, out of the zone, still I was there. still able to get mm -hmm, to school. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it starts on the elementary school level, it starts at the grade school level, but then it has to be a continuous uh, type of partnership. So you don't leave them after, you know, they graduate from high school. You continue that relationship and you have those mentorship programs and those internship programs available so that if they want to take it, they have the opportunity right, to do right. so. And then also our vocational programs. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a nephew that graduated from North Atlanta High School and he came to us and he said, look, I'm not going to college. And we had to have a come to Jesus right, meeting right. with the family, but he was able to uh, participate in this program called Europe mm -hmm. at Atlanta Area Tech. And, you know, within um, so many months of taking the program, going through the training, he was making $50,000 okay. out of high school. <laughs> and so I do, Wow. I, yeah, I wanna encourage more of those yeah. programs because it may be a kid or a young adult that says, I don't wanna go to college. And, and I don't wanna go to college. Or they can't afford to right, go to college. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And those programs um, and th that type of training Absolutely. will not only set you up for a workforce salary, but also a business opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are really um, birthed out of programs like that. Talking so, about setting yeah. up for success, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Tell folks where they can find out more about you. Yes, ma'am. So you can go to my website at kimscottatl.com. Um, you can also go to my social media sites, Kim Scott ATL at Twitter, Instagram, and then Kim Scott for Atlanta City Council District 4 on my Facebook page. All right, Kim yes, Scott. Thank you. We wish you all the best and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I pray that you have enjoyed the conversations, that you learned a little bit more about the candidates here on Good News with Twanda Black. Um, it's been a, a hotly contested race in our city and uh, we're just ready to take a new stab at getting the spirit and the love and just everything that Atlanta used to be. We want to get back to that, but bigger and better. So I hope that you've enjoyed the conversations. Look, early voting is happening right now. Election day is November 2nd. Make sure you get out and cast your vote. Uh, On the Grid Conversations, again, is sponsored 
by Stoops Management, LLC, and 100 Black Men of America. I'm Twanda Black, and it's good news. If you'd like to be a guest on my show, just email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org. I'll see you next time with some good news, all right?